Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Start to mix up a bit. Hi there. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like an American daytime TV chat show. Great idea. You're listening to R&RF on ARFM. That's Rock and Roll Football (laughs) on Absolute Radio Frequency Medium Wave. This is R&R Soccer on KROG 93.8. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Hank. Uh, gee, thanks, Hank. That's okay, Chuck. <laughs> We're by the bay this weekend. Yeah, the city by the bay. Uh, that's the city that, that never song. sleeps. The Pally the Packers. We've got into that song by Kiss. <laughs> no, yeah. it's Starship. God gave rock and roll Jefferson to Starship. Starship. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Oh, I love that talk. The city yeah. by the bay, the city that never city sleeps. Never sleeps. <laughs> we built this city. city. Yes. What a tune. A mainstay of Absolute Radio. ARFM. With R&R Sacker. Yeah, playing all the best AOR hits. <laughs> <laughs> We're with the Pallet Packers this weekend. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but I really like it. Is there a team <laughs> called the Pallet Packers? I, I think don't know. There must be an American yeah. football team. Yeah. NFL Chuck team, Mixon yeah. signed for the Pallet Packers. They got a seven-point <laughs> switcheroo, and they're going to flip it. They're looking to flip it this oh, weekend. Yes. Wow. It's amazing. There's a hint of, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Trump. There's a sli- no, no, there's no. a okay. slight hint, weirdly, of what's his name? Scottish guy that used to do transfer deadline day on... Uh, oh, Jim White. Every week, Jim White. The Pallet Packers. <laughs> the Pallet Packers. We've got an exclusive with the Pallet Packers. We have indeed. <laughs> They're looking to flip it uh, <laughs> as we go towards the Pallet Packers at Ridgeway Park. Oh, yeah. I miss Jim. I miss Jim. Oh, I miss Jim. We all miss Jim. Show, wasn't he? Yeah, we all miss Jim. He's still alive, of course. I don't he want should come to... back. We should no. We should contact him in a seance at some point soon, shouldn't we? We should see how he's getting on. Him or <laughs> maybe a, a current world leader. Yes. Who knows? Maybe just see if you can work out who it is from the impression. Skip forward. Yeah, <laughs> that would. I'm not sure you will be able to figure it out. That's the problem. So I'm kind of leading you towards it. But we do have. No, I, I like it. I like you yeah. being on the ground floor of your impressions, and then you know, as you work on them, they get better over time, don't they? By the time you're playing the Palladium, soon it's going to be perfect. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, in a few that's... weeks. Yeah, exactly. You need to have a good Sunak by then, don't you, Fordy? That's what the public will want. I mean, everyone coming to that's coming out. Oh, is he going to do Sunak? Is he going to do Sunak? Come on. I want... want. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, well, because, I mean, you've got Keir sorted. He's he's going nowhere, so he's fine. You've got him. Mate, how can you ever say that in politics? That's true, yeah. He's going now. He'll be there for a few years, won't he? <laughs> yeah, Cut to next yeah. week. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Because well, what you say. this mm. is not R&R Capital Hill. This is R&R Soccer Ball with yeah. Chuck and Hank. Yeah, in the offensive end zone. Let's play the podcast, man. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Forrest, of course, playing Arsenal tomorrow mm-hmm. at Arsenal. Big one. It's another big one. It is another big one. But we beat Liverpool last week, as we all remember. Exactly. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Been buzzing Amazing, about that it? all week. So, so good, wasn't it? What a victory. And it could have been two or three. You know, it could have been, been two, two or three. three. <laughs> They're not lucky. <laughs> well, hopefully, one of today's games will leave some of you buzzing. And here he is to preview, for the first time in a few weeks, a red-hot day of Premier League football. It's Dyson. 
Yes, to quote Joey Barton's tactics board, we're going to show football courage and decide to be victorious this afternoon Ooh. with some red-hot Premier League action. Talking, encouraging, inspiring, uplifting, with a nice selection of three o'clock kickoffs ahead. Potter goes back to Hogwarts this afternoon. <laughs> the order of the Amex means Graham returns to Brighton just months after being tempted at West by Megabucks Chelsea. I imagine it'll be a bit like that scene in the final Potter film where the wizard is all grown up and he takes his own children to the train uh, at platform nine and three quarters. It'll be a bit like that, I think. Yeah, Potter appears to have blossomed and had a bit of a style makeover since moving to the King's Road. Mm. He's all neatly trimmed beard, expensive looking knitwear and skin fades now, isn't he? But can Potterball work its magic at Brighton when he's in the away dugout? After the departure of Stevie G, Aston Villa have confirmed they will soon be saying good evening to former Arsenal boss Unai Emery uh, but for now their caretaker boss Aaron Danks stays in charge for the trip to Newcastle Villa fans will be saying a big thanks to Aaron Danks thanks for Danker, the memories Danker Aaron after his first game last weekend saw them hammer Brentford 4-0 Eddie Howes uh, and Newcastle though are uh, starting a, a match in the top four for, in the Premier League for the first time since April 2012 back during Alan Pardew's reign of bogling on the touchline like a drunk uncle at a wedding <laughs> staying with managers and Wolves have decided to stay with Steve Davis for a bit longer despite him guiding them to joint bottom of the table. Not quite as successful as their, his namesake snooker player was in the 80s, the Ginger Magician, uh, now a house music DJ, of course, known as DJ Thundermuscle. Uh, the Erling Haaland <laughs> of the... It's true, yeah. Oh, the Erling Haaland of the Green Bays he was back in the day. Now the other Steve Davis has to manage the Spanish Hurricane Higgins, Diego Costa, the eccentric <laughs> live wire striker, expected to be fit for their game at Brentford, uh, against Brentford elsewhere. Palace play Southampton and uh, Tottenham travel to Bournemouth plus we've got goals from the Championship and Rangers Aberdeen in the Scottish Premiership it is shaping up to be a haunting Halloween weekend of rock and roll football we have sympathy for Gary Neville and we're doing the Monster Mash with Matty Cash <laughs> yes <laughs> oh Dyson you're a genius I had to rush it a bit at the end there I know but that's because I interrupted it's fine, it's fine. It's all, it's all the nature of the beast, isn't it, really? It is. I, I realised when I cut in and then you sped up, I was like, oh, no, I've knocked his timing. <laughs> he's he's all... me off time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, to... I'm playing catch-up. <laughs> and, of course, Dyson, you weren't here. Mm. He's been to Corfu, hasn't he? I I have, yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Just towards the end of the season, you should go. You'd love it at this time of year. I would, There's yeah. There's hardly anyone there. There's hardly anyone there, but it was nice. Very nice. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't watch the game live because I'm not going to subject my wife and kids to uh, hmm. Watching it in a pub, uh, but not? I did because <laughs> they love a sports bar. Kids want to be in there. <laughs> They like staying up late listening to them sorts of songs. <laughs> yeah, they love that. No, so instead, we, we, I was watching it on my uh, watching updates on the Sky Sports app while sat in Corfu town in an Indian restaurant, the only Indian restaurant on the island of Corfu. Uh, we went, we fancied a chain, so we went to this uh, place called Tandoori Bites, right? So that's where I saw the Awanee goal go in. And just after the final whistle blew, 
Ted, my uh, three and a half year old son, got bitten by some sort of some sort of insect. I, I saw it happen, and it, it looked like a fly. They think we think it was a sand fly, right? He had a massive reaction come up on his hand, and then we took him back to the hire car where he had some sort of explosive nappy incident as a <laughs> as a reaction to this to, this to his bite. first curry. <laughs> no, he's had curries before. Shouldn't have given him a vindaloo, mate. He's three. What's the matter with him? No, it was like a, it was like a weird reaction. Apparently, that happens if you get bitten by a sand fly. It uh, the 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 venom goes. Uh, you right know what? I know. You, you know what? Don't what? use this show to like get your excuses. You clearly took him to the pub. He got in some sort of bar fight. His hand got smashed in with an ashtray. He's got no. the runs because you probably gave him his first Guinness. And you got back going, this elaborate story. I didn't take him to the sport. But no, we took him for his first curry actually, and the sandflies attacked him. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, wish, I wish that were true. I wish that were He'd true. have been safer in the pub. Yes, he would have been. You're right. Well, I think we've all learned a lesson that from yes. that, haven't we? That's the moral of this tale. <laughs> Do take your family to the sports bar. <laughs> so you were watching it. What's the time difference with Corfu? It's two hours ahead. But still, uh, yeah, so you were in an Indian restaurant at like in the afternoon. Half yeah, we were living it up, afternoon. mate. We were living it up on on holiday. You know, it's lovely. It's quite busy as well. I tell you what, it's, it was. Uh, it's the only Indian restaurant on the island. They're lovely. You keep saying that. Are you in their pocket or something? <laughs> you, <laughs> no, you, 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 what did you get free? <laughs> I, I didn't get anything for free. I just got my son. Just got bitten. Ironically, I just realised <laughs> it, it was called Tandoori Bites, and I'm wondering if that's somehow connected to what happened. To it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's weird. Mate, yeah. I mean, it's it just seems early on holiday to be having a party. <laughs> No, look, you know, you know when you go to like a Greek island, and everywhere you go, it's a similar, it's very similar cuisine. Yeah. And you've been there for a few days, and you've had your moussakas and your souvlakis, and, and you just fancy a little bit of a, you just want to change. In but cuisine. at midday, like I get at night, you go, should have a few beers and come for a curry. But like, I tell you I what, we'll, we'll walk to the it. old town, I'll have a dip in the pool, and then uh, lamp vindaloo's all around. <laughs> I think if you're abroad, it feels more of a holiday thing to do. Go to a sports bar, doesn't it? It feels yeah, more exotic yeah. doing it abroad than it does at home. Yes, I know, I know. I, I, wish, I, I just don't think, because he, he's three and a half, he's not showing any interest in football. I think I'd just be trying to entertain him all the time and miss the game. So I think it wouldn't really work, I don't think. But he's really into sandflies now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, loves them. Can't get enough. Yeah. Oh, man. The po- but is it OK now? I mean, we need he's to fine, know. He's fine, yeah. yeah. He just had one, we gave him some antihistamines, you know. He had one night of, you know, uh, uh, a lot of nappy changing, shall we say. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then he was fine. Yeah. He's back to normal now. No but the bite, has he still got a paw paw? Is he all right? No, it, it went away pretty quickly. The guys at the restaurant put some sort of um, sort of orange paste on it. Restaurant, it yeah. Or iodine or something. Guys down at Mick Sports <laughs> Bar, Sorry. down at London <laughs> Pub. <laughs> and uh, it went away pretty, pretty quickly. The put bite, some hand sanitizer on it, that'll do it. <laughs> Get some Smirnoff if you haven't got that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and uh, they did a great deal on on two for one uh, Red Bull and vodka, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Double vodka Red Bull, wasn't it? Was the uh, yes late nineties, yes. early noughties drink? It's of more Jagerbomb now, isn't it? Of course, yeah. I'm really showing my age. Jagerbomb's more de rigueur, yeah. isn't it? When it comes to binge drinking in sports bars. Yeah, so that's what you were drinking, was it? I'm just trying. <laughs> well, Ted was in like a five man brawl. <laughs> Can just imagine him now ripped. England it's shirt. It's in back, Ted. It's in back. <laughs> Lobster pink arms. 
<laughs> Got like an Italian night shirt yeah. on. He, oh, Scared. yeah. Tied up hanky on his head. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of like the French where children are allowed like a glass of red wine when they're 14 yes. with their meal. They're like, oh, yeah. Beaujolais Nouveau. And then Dyson's like double vodka Red Bull at 13. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder we've got issues as a country. Like, what? It's not even like a night. It's not like you start on vodka Red Bull and then there are like nicer versions of like aged versions of Red Bulls. Oh, you must try the vodka oh, Red yeah. Bull 1985. Uh, oh. It was a vintage year, wasn't mm. it? For no, taurine. Yeah. Notes of <laughs> yeah. taurine. Yeah. Is that the active ingredient? I think that's what they put in it, isn't it? That's the the taurine that gives you the energy and all the caffeine. Yeah, the caffeine's got to be a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, I think mean, that's quite. A... I saw Jamie Vardy was drinking Red Bull, wasn't he, on the sidelines for Leicester City the other day? I mean, he loves, he loves it, he loves Red Bull. But surely, know. like carbonated drinks aren't good for elite sport. No, I don't think so. You're meant to have energy gels now, aren't you? you know, I mean, I know you don't you want to get, get no. gassy, do you? Well, exactly. You, you, you... Yeah. You wouldn't like Liverford Christie wouldn't have like two litres of Tizer, would he? Yeah, ma- like massive can of monster. <laughs> monster. I mean, that's the new one. You <laughs> see people drinking one. it round town. They've got like litre pint really, cans of it. It's so weird. Kids drink it really young as well. It's like it's um, it's a bit of a problem, isn't it? Really, you can't have a normal soft drink anymore. It's got to be a monster if you're one of the cool kids. Isn't that mad <laughs> that things just like normal Coca Cola is like old fashioned and tweener? Yeah. Oh, it's just got sugar in it. That's nothing Come on, just have a Coca-Cola. <laughs> All it does is rot your teeth. It doesn't do nothing else back to you. Now they're, like, flying from the moment they get up on Monster Energy drinks. I mean, there must never, be. There's never a, a state kid. of normal, normal energy. You know, like, they, they, they know what it feels like to have normal energy levels. Have you given any of your children Monster yet? <laughs> no, no. I'm do it. Let's out. do it live on air. <laughs> how, how old's your oldest? Uh, she's nearly 11. Oh, so, yeah, uh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. That's, it's like a coming of age moment. You're 11, happy birthday. Here's your first can of monster. <laughs> <laughs> can we do it live on air? I mean, is this ethical? Okay, no, when probably... she turns 11, we'll do it, yeah? Okay, okay. How <laughs> soon's that? Month. That's at the end of the month. Actually. Great. So, so just before Christmas. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, no. Yes. It's going to be a long Christmas in our house. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, on Boxing... i tell you what, on Boxing... up for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on Boxing Day, a can of Monster would be... You'd be I, treat, oh, it, yeah. I'm so... I think Boxing Day is the most tired I ever am. Yes, Just sat there yeah. catatonic full of mashed potato and chocolate and everything. Yeah. Kind of monster. It's probably a digestive, isn't it? You know, it's like when people have a Calvados or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lovely digestive. An aperitif <laughs> of, of vodka Red Bull, and then always finish the meal with a monster. That's the way to go. Yes, it? when we dine at the Ritz, we have um, <laughs> we have the steak, we have the flambéed, uh, rum bar, and then just... Different say, energy drink with each course. Yeah. That's what we do, yeah. Would you like to see the monster pairing menu, sir? <laughs> now, I made a mistake. Earlier this week, I forgot that it was our producer Liam Clark's 27th birthday on Wednesday. Oh, oh yes. Sounds like you made the same mistake. <laughs> yes, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Liam. Happy birthday, Liam, from all of us here <laughs> at Rock and Roll Football. I've even got it in my diary. I've got it in my, oh. you know, the calendar on your phone. Yeah. I just must have looked at it and just obviously it didn't make... <sighs> I just feel so bad about it. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Liam, we, we haven't forgotten your birthday. We just forgot it at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Who's the closest person to you's birthday you've forgotten, do you think? Uh, Never. I, 
Mm, that's a good question. I don't think I, I don't think any. I, f I think I haven't sent you a card in the past, unfortunately, sadly. But now you're in my diary, so uh, I know when that's it's coming pretty soon. By the way, uh, but um, <laughs> back <laughs> yeah, off, so pal. I feel bad because I've not sent you a card before, and that used to, and you used to always get me a present, and then I hadn't got you anything, and I felt really bad. Yeah. I mean, today's taken on a real confessional nature, hasn't it? <laughs> well, you, you took your youngest on the raz, you got in a bar fight abroad, you got banged up. Uh, and I still have guilt from not getting you a birthday present. And you didn't get me a birthday present. Years ago. Have yeah. you ever forgotten an anniversary? Uh, no, no, that's always in the diary. You've got to put right. that as a repetitive one in your phone, though. Okay, that's interesting. So no you do way. prefer her no. to me, then? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I've fallen into his trap. Well, yes, yeah, I do, because you know, I'm married to her. Yeah. But we're uh, married in one way, aren't we, like in broadcasting yeah. terms? Yes, but we don't sort of cohabit, do we? I mean, we probably get on each other's nerves after a while. I think what you mean is I'd get on your nerves. <laughs> no. I'd be chasing no. you around trying to cuddle you. But imagine the fun we'd have. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, this has taken a turn, hasn't it? <laughs> a massive earthquake of a goal Ooh, in the Premier yes. League. A welcome home gift for Graham Potter from Leandro Trossard. Brighton 1 0 up against Chelsea after just five minutes. Oh, my word. Brighton actually having a great season. They are doing very well. Yeah, despite his departure, they managed to have uh, weathered the storm a bit, didn't they? They didn't score against Forest at home, though, did they? Oh, they couldn't. No, they couldn't, they couldn't do, score could against they? Chelsea. No. They couldn't score against Forest. <laughs> well, exactly. That must mean we're better than Chelsea, then. <laughs> I mean, that sort of logic when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, like, if you beat a team higher up the league, you're like, we should swap places with them, really, because we're better yeah. than them now. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Kidding yeah, exactly. yourself, aren't you, really? Because, yeah, like, look, Liverpool beat Ajax the other night, didn't they? So we're better than Ajax. <gasps> so, yeah, yeah. We're European champions again, Dyson. <laughs> the, the glory days are back. Well, will the glory days ever happen in Glory Hunters? So we are now supporting. Bedford Town Football Club. Yeah, yeah. Well, how did it come to this? What's happened? Well, they lost. What's been going on while I've been away? The teams we keep supporting keep losing, and there was a cup game, and we've now ended up in the Southern Football League. So let's go to yeah. the beautiful oh. heart of Bedfordshire itself, Bedford. Oh, the lovely town of Bedford. Uh, they play at Needham, Needham Market FC that's playing today, Bedford, in the Southern Premier League Central. I'm not sure how we're going to get the scores. I think we're just going to get it through their socials, right? Because, uh, through their they're socials? Not, they're not on my Sky Sports app, I don't think. But, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll try and find their Twitter feed, yeah. Anyway, the Eagles uh, ply their trade at the 3,000-capacity ground called the Irie. What a great name, the Irie. I presume it was inspired by Black Grapes' England anthem from the uh, mid-90s. England's Irie. Tune. What a tune. It's yes. a football thing. It's a football thing. I live in a land of class hypocrisy. We're going to win, win the, the National, National Lottery. Lottery. <laughs> what a yeah, tune. I don't think so. What a song. <laughs> uh, inspired by the Irie, which isn't in Bedford. It's in a small village just outside Bedford called Cardington. Uh, Cardington is uh, home to two huge aircraft hangars. I, I used to live just down the road from Cardington. Lovely little village. They used to store the, the, the Goodyear blimp in these hangars. Yeah, sorry, we are talking about Bedford. <laughs> you haven't yeah, done your yeah. research. What, what? Well, tell me about Bedford. I don't know about Cardington. Well, Cardington is where they play their games. Yeah. It's more interesting, Cardington. Why but is it? I'll give you more facts about Bedford Thank next you. week. You know, next oh, week. you but, blagger. 
But yeah, if we stay on them. But Cardington, right? See, this two, is the problem. Oh, go on. Well, <laughs> two huge aircraft hangars <laughs> that you can see from all around. They filmed. They film films in there as well. They, they film massive. films in there. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. And also, uh, also famous people who live in Cardington near the Irie Stadium, Samantha Womack uh, from EastEnders. Formerly Sam Janus. That's exactly the right person. Yes, she she lives in Cardington. So I was told when I lived down the road in <laughs> Shepherd. And uh, the problem is, that... when I hear Samantha Womack, I immediately think of Womack and Womack. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's weird but... that she's got another celebrity surname. Yes, like Presley yeah. or something like that. You'd be like, oh, is she <laughs> yeah. now part of that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. There's not many other Womacks that have hit the big time anyway. I think the music's ending now. So, oh no, so we'll, no, we'll, come on. we'll, we'll finish our, our tales from Bedfordshire. And I'll, I'll hone in more on the town if they win. Well, that's the win. whole point of the features, yeah. that we get to learn about places yeah, like Bedford. About Bedford. You've learned about where they play their games. you learned uh, about Bedford. Bedford. <laughs> I've been <laughs> telling them about Bedford, miss. <laughs> I just told you. I just told you. <laughs> like, and that's it. I'm starting in Bedfordshire, and then we get closer into the town as the journey comes continues. Do you know what? Hunters. I can see how this <laughs> Corfu sports bar brawl started now. <laughs> I'm not from Bidford, I'm from Cardington. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Wrexham obviously are getting a lot of publicity because they're owned uh, by Ryan Reynolds but one of their players yes. this week got a lot of publicity Paul Mullin um, a lot of players customise their boots now mm. remember Carlton Cole doing this um, and having you know like a skyline on the but spray painted on the boots you know. did they? oh, oh yeah, 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 very, um, yeah nice. a lot of them had these very cool things um, but um, <laughs> Paul Mullin went for a oh, profane a political, political statement, statement. Yeah, yes, what yes. a statement it was yeah wow well, you can't repeat it on there, but it was, no. you know, in a different form of words, and I'm sure you can it was basically flip the government type yeah. thing. Yeah, really sticking the boots oh, yeah, to the yeah. powers Take that. Me, right? That, that, yeah. That'll bring yeah. them down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it was okay. Boris having to resign, Liz Truss having to resign, and Paul Mullins football boots. I mean, yeah, that was that the was end it. of it. The final straw. <laughs> <laughs> the danger is, obviously, with stuff like this, is that kids will think... Oh, well, because I always want a Puma King because that's what Stuart oh, Pearce wore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. I used to stick my tongue out when I played for. I, I wanted my thighs to be like Stuart Pearce's. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, and I would copy stuff. Oh, like pretend wow. to be into the same things, you, you know. You could probably still do it. You know those people that have loads of plastic surgery to look like a celebrity? You could oh, probably yeah. do that now. You could have like your hair made blonde and into Stuart Pierce's style, thigh implants. You could be like, yeah, a, like those, a marvel um, of modern medicine. What are those <laughs> things that pe- pe- people have put in their bums? Like those big bum yeah, implants. Bum implants, yeah. You could but have for my legs. Thighs. Go yeah, abroad, go. come back with like massive thighs. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Psycho yeah, you know. Look-alike. Went yeah. to Turkey and got me legs done, you know. <laughs> We're sort of rage now, you know. Yeah. At the end of the yeah. day, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to get them by working out, do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I yeah, I went that. over Liechtenstein and they've pumped me full of mattress filler or whatever it is, but they look all right. <laughs> Very sore. <laughs> Oh, mate, you should do it. If, if You know, if you need a change in career, just become a, a professional Stuart Pearce, like the actual real-life Stuart Pearce. But did, did you ever copy a footballer? Oh. Oh, I mean, no. copying... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, copying footballers now is what leads to a lot of problems at school, you know. Really? Of, yeah. Like, the teachers say that um, they see footballers giving back chat to refs and that directly leads to an increased amount of back chat to teachers in schools. Oh, hang on. So not 
um, on the football pitch, getting no, in the, the classroom. In no the, just, way. Any authority, they're like, well, you're just basically the ref telling me what to do, and I'm not going to do it. So it's like they're just inspired by Premier League footballs. And one of my mates who's a, a football manager at kids' level says, you know how they all the top the top level players talk, cover their mouths when they yeah. talk on the pitch. Apparently, kids do that now, at like ten and that's uh, so funny. level. They're just doing it because they just copy the play. There's no cameras. No one needs to see what they're talking about. But they still put their hands over their mouth when they speak on the pitch. But in the class, I mean, I get copying footballers while you're playing football, but copying footballers in other areas is... So like in the class, if the yeah, teacher taps them... But if the yeah. teacher taps them on the shoulder, do they, like, go down holding their face? <laughs> yeah. That's Rolling around on the floor. Yeah. I'm sorry, I haven't done my homework. We'll have to get to VAR for a decision. Exactly, yeah. Answer, yeah. On that French test. <laughs> yeah. Do, have you ever copied a footballer? I mean, particularly if it's in terms of a haircut, a fashion thing or more specifically poor behaviour do you remember in the mid 90s when Gaza mm. dyed his hair blonde and loads of yes. people oh, lads everywhere. mainly did that yeah everywhere that was wasn't it I speaking of blonde footballers do you remember Terry Wilson Yes, um, he was. A, he played for Forest. He's like a. He wasn't a particularly glamorous player, but uh, he had this blonde hair with a sort of wedge, number two wedge cut into the sides and the back. And I modelled my hair on Terry Wilson when I was a lad. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You're basically a substitute player. Yeah, like. I know, I know. But yeah, I had blonde hair like him, and so I had like blonde curtains with a wedge at the side. And uh, I thought, you know, cool. I look like just like Terry Wilson. I mean, it is cool, but most people, when they're copying a football, it's like Beckham, Gascoigne, yeah, Grealish. No, yeah. They're like the, the star man. Like. Yeah, yeah. Who's that guy? Number you... 35, the one who never plays. Back you were copying the ball boys. <laughs> Going to school in like a steward's jacket. Telling everyone to sit down. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Bedford Town still drawing nil-nil away at Needham Market. Just makes it sound like they're kicking a ball around in the market. <laughs> I mean, it's quite a low level, isn't it? Yeah. They sound like they're doing okay, though. I mean, we really, if we support in Needham Market next week, it's going to be the smallest uh, town we're backed on glory hunters in our history. I think it's like a little village in Suffolk. <laughs> oh, well, you seem to know more about Needham Market than you do about Bedford. <laughs> Look, I know about all the little places of the UK. I just like to filter. I don't want to blow it all on the first show we we're back in Bedford on. I've got a lot of Brentford facts to come. You just wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait and see. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you my I'm surprised you didn't go for 24 hours in police custody. Oh, oh right, yeah. Oh, what was that? Is that that's that's where it's set? Is well, it? it's Bedfordshire Police, isn't it? So it's yes, predominantly right, Luton, yeah. but some of it surely will yes. touch Bedford. Mm, well, yeah, I think it is mainly Luton, the rougher part of Bedfordshire, certainly. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Luton's beautiful. We have many <laughs> treasured listeners in listeners. <laughs> Luton, Luton. <laughs> no, it's a lovely place, but you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's back let's out of that. Back out else. of that. Yeah. See, this is the problem. You get one fight in Corfu. And you think you can take everyone on? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the How Time Entertainment. We're delighted to be joined by, well, a man ubiquitous in our culture, star of many films, Soccer AM, the stage, the screen, and now the radio waves. The comedian Lloyd Griffith is on tour with his new show, One Ton of Fun. And he joins us now. Lloyd, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, lads. 
Hey, it's a pleasure to have you on. You sound, pleasure. if you don't mind me saying this, we're friends, I can say this, you sound like you're in bed. <laughs> <laughs> It's, no, it's no, it's Saturday afternoon, mate. I've been up for like at least an hour or so. But if you, uh, just, had a big, if you uh, just had a big dinner or something, you sound very slow in the mouth. <laughs> what do you mean slow in the mouth, mate? What? Just a bit slow. Just sort of. You sound like you've just woken up. You sound like you're in bed. <laughs> no, oh, actually, it's quite weird. I'm walking around a pottery. Uh, <laughs> what? In the cotswolds. I've been dragged here by my girlfriend. I was just day, about to say. It, it I sounds did not like see that coming. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, a thing. it's like a pottery place in the Cotswolds, and then it's got some sort of like um, kitchen. So I'm kind of like kind of trying to lean her towards the kitchen yes. bit, so I can get on my um, slow mouth again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's just talking in hushed tones, then, rather than <laughs> rather than having this just was. eaten slow mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, no, no, no. Well, it's, it's, I mean, as well as talking about your phenomenal tour that's coming, and, and we love the posters for it, you sang the national anthem at the uh, Brentford-Arsenal game <laughs> on the pitch. I, I almost said Brighton then, um, but it was Brentford, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, that was obviously an amazing thing to do, but that must have been a bit odd. It was odd, and it was really weird. Obviously, like uh, for domestic games, you don't sing the last anthem unless what happened happened, and you know, and it did. And I first sang at um, Blundell Park for Grimsby Town, and then Brentford got in touch like, "Look, can you come and sing uh, for, for for our game against Arsenal?" And it was the only the thing is, it's like obviously I've, I've sung the last anthem being a singer thousands of times. But then the words changing is obviously, it throws you a bit. And there's yeah. no, you, know, you can practice it as much as you want. But just imagine someone goes, oh, we're just going to say happy birthday, but we're just going to change the words. Is that right? You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and in both, in both rehearsals, I got it wrong. When it happened, I, I, I got it right. So, yeah, quite a lot of pressure. But, I mean, it looks surreal. And uh, I guess I can say, like, I'm now a professional athlete because I've been on the pitch, you know, with, 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 with the lad. Yeah, you played a stadium as well. Not many comedians can say that. And, yeah, and um, got a standard ovation. I mean, I think, it, to be fair, they were clapping for other things, but, you know... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were already stood up as well. <laughs> but, but they, um, some of them were in tears. What a moment. Yeah, they were yeah. in tears, yeah. Some of them left, actually. Um, the minute silence happened, it was a bit, un- you know, unfortunate. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Are you now a, a national anthem singer for hire? Has this led to other work? Yeah, if you need me for anything, I'll absolutely do it. Um, <laughs> absolutely negotiable. Um, but yeah, no, I've, the thing is, I've been singing the National Anthem, as I say, like, as a kid, so it's just something that happens. You just didn't think that the, the Venn diagram of football and singing would, uh, would, would meet, but it absolutely has. So, yeah, it was weird. I'll tell you what, weird, but not to get too emotional, but it was a very emotional experience. I mean, singing, mm. you know, and, and the minute silence, you couldn't hear a pin drop and stuff. So, no, it was great. It was really nice and... Uh, a bit of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Obviously, somewhere where you won't be able to hear a pin drop is uh, uh, your hilarious tour, which starts in Newcastle on Sunday the 22nd of January. One tonne of fun is on sale now. Uh, Are you going to sing the national anthem during the show? Is that going to be part of it? No, well, actually, do you know what? Last, last, my last tour was about me trying to sing the last anthem for an England game, and um, that didn't happen. And then, obviously, what has happened has happened. So this is a completely different tour. I might reference it, but, yeah, completely new jokes. A little bit of singing in there, obviously. I mean, it'd be rude not to. But like you do not doing impressions, Matt, or... Uh, or, or um, yeah, so I'll be doing... Uh, <laughs> you piece uh, of work. Singing. <laughs> no, do you know what? I knew. I knew at the start when I said, are you in bed? I, I was going to get slapped at some point during this interview. <laughs> I oh, knew Griffith was going to work the body are, at some point during this round. You are one of my favourite political comedians <laughs> from Nottingham. Oh. <laughs> Lloyd, always a pleasure, mate. Enjoy the pottery. and uh, Thanks very much. The yeah. tour is on sale now. 
Um, yeah. You can get tickets uh, Please come. at Lloyd's website. LloydGriffith.com. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Whoever's involved in this, stop it, because you're ruining football for everybody. <laughs> we need to correct the record. There was a yes. VAR check on that Newcastle yes. goal. Yes, it was. It looked like Callum Wilson had scored just before half-time. It, he was offside. It was denied. Uh, so it's just one all. Half-time, Aston Villa. But already, there have been more goals on the south coast. <laughs> Tottenham appear to have lost the plot. A second of the afternoon for Kiefer Moore means Bournemouth are beating Spurs 2-0. Unbelievable if that stays like that. Uh, And uh, Chelsea have a goal back at Brighton. Uh, Kai Havertz has come out after the half-time team talk and pulled one back. They are losing 3-1. Kiefer Moore, who plays for Bournemouth, is one of those people that... And I know I shouldn't. I'm 39. I'm a grown man. Yeah. I shouldn't judge people on their appearances, but yeah. he's one of those people. That if I, you know, if I saw him out in town on a Saturday night, I'd go, yeah, yeah. oh, Kiefer Moore. Oh, it looks like Stay he's. Stay away. Oh, it looks like he stinks of Isimiyaki. <laughs> oh, I bet he's oh, drenched Lord, in after, he drenched oh, in aftershave. Yes. You know that sort of permanently oily look. You go. I bet he wears yeah. really tight or, trousers or heavy dupe. Lots, oh. multiple spray jute. Text in if you what, what aftershave you think Kiefer Moore uses. By the way, <laughs> yeah. What does he look like? He smells like. <laughs> yeah, if you look like a smell. <laughs> Do you know what I'd say for you? And I mean, this is. A oh, here we go. Here we go. What is it? Pork scratchings or something? Is it? Yeah. No. Uh, no. Mashed potato. <laughs> like nice home cooking, I would say. Unbelievable. You, you know, you walk past someone's house and you go, "Oh, they smell like they're gonna have a great dinner." Uh, like home cooking. Yes, you know okay, what I mean? more on the gravy side than the cauliflower side. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. nice roasted vegetables. I mean, I, yeah, I'll take that as a compliment. Oh, it's a compliment. Yeah, it's really not a great one. Oh, you smell just that mushed potato. It's a oh. lovely compliment. And what do you think uh, I look like? I smell like. Uh, well, yours is a more vegetarian. Uh, you, what's that stuff you use? The powdery stock stuff you use. Bouillon. Bouillon. <laughs> you think of bouillon? Do you know what? Yeah. I used it for the first time this week. <laughs> since we talked about it during lockdown. Really? And it's basically, wow. I've got a huge tub of it, like a cylinder of it, and it's kind of clumped together, but I'd, I'd oh, run out of stock no. and had to use it. Claggy booyah. Yeah, no I, think it's, I think it might have, parts of it may have gone mouldy, but it's hard to do. I stuck it in there anyway and ate it. Oh, yeah? How was it? Mm, oh, it was dead taste. Well, it's very salty, isn't it? Yes, well, that's the sort of smell you have, though, that salt- salty, uh, soupy smell. <laughs> so we both we both basically smell like home cooking. Both of it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you could... No, you wouldn't want that as an aftershave, would you? I think, yeah, I suppose Kiefer Moore's got a better smell, you know, than mm. that's... But he looks like he puts too much on, do you know what I mean? Yes. Too much he- product. Over-application is the key thing, isn't it, yeah. And I bet he's one of those guys. You know guys who have, like, really muscly pecs and then they wear a big V-shaped T-shirt to show off their man cleavage? Oh, yes. I bet he's one of those. Yes, he he has got the look of one of those, certainly. And I bet he's Uh, got a terrible taste in music. (laughs) Oh, laying into Keith. Yeah, he's just got... He's probably a lovely man. And one of the best days of his life, career-wise, he's just scored two goals against Spurs. We're just bringing him down a peg or two. Make Make him keep his feet on the ground. Yeah, I just... I don't... I just... I feel bad now. 
<laughs> but I've judged him on his. I'm saying that I, I'm wrong to judge him on his know, appearance. I'm, I always thought he was a championship level striker, but um, he appears to be doing okay in the Premier League, doesn't he? He's but, proving yeah. his doubters wrong. But he does look like he wears too much aftershave. We can all agree. Yes, yeah, I think that's fine, and that's not a really that much of a diss, is it? Really? No, they should incorporate that. So, what a goal from Kiefer Moore! It's his second of the afternoon, but he does look like he wears too much aftershave. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be in a bar with him on a Saturday night, Trevor. Some of you may still play the pools or some sort of prediction game, and if you get the scores right, obviously you can win big cash dollar. Um, but an Arbroath fan won a signed Frey Bentos pie um, a couple of weeks ago, which is great, but on the Daily Record website, she's like a girl in her 20s. Wow. Do she... girls in their 20s eat Frey Bentos steak and kidney pies? Do. I'm not really sure. They do eat uh, tinned pies that you can put in the oven. Does anyone so. under 40 eat <laughs> Frey Bentos pie? Is there any, has anyone eaten one in the past five years? Surely not. I remember once winning a prize. You know, remember Wilco's in oh, yeah, Nottingham? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Was won a... a uh, Easter drawing competition. Drew an Easter oh, bunny and I won wow. an Easter egg and it was a Mars one. Oh, I was wow. so excited to win. And then even that as a kid... Good. I was never into Mars, Dyson. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I still, to this day, find it just too stodgy, a chocolate bar. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I like mean, a I loaf do... of bread. Yeah, I suppose it's, it's a lot to take in, isn't it? You know, But he's still the egg. You could have eaten the egg, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just felt it was a pretty rubbish prize, but um, so, yeah, yeah, so bad you didn't even go and collect it, or did you? I collected it. Yeah, I collected yeah. it. I think I may have pled my case and tried to get it swapped, but ah, they we didn't have VAR it. in them nah. days. Oh dear, oh, that's a shame, palming off their Mars eggs on some unsuspecting oik who'd won a drawing <laughs> competition. <laughs> Never mind. What's the worst prize you've ever won? Uh, I think, um, well, I mean, I once won a, uh, a dove uh, at a, um, a French table tennis Hang tournament on. when I was a kid. An but, actual I mean, that, dove? That was, yeah, because I couldn't keep it because I was in France. I was like, why are you giving me a dove? But, um, uh, yeah, the actual bird in a box with holes in it. But, I mean, that was, that was absolutely useless. Hang on, hang on, hang on. How old are you? <laughs> I was about ten. And how did you win a dove? On, ho on holiday in France, I played a table tennis tournament. I came, like, second, and all the top three got a bird each. <laughs> they, tried to, they tried to give me a dove. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. But did you want to keep it? No, not really, no. It was the weirdest prize I've ever seen. I didn't even know it was a prize until given it at the end. It was weird. Someone has tweeted us, a floral-patterned four-sliced toaster. I was 11 years old. Oh, what? I think it's illegal to give children toasters, isn't it? <laughs> it sounds dangerous. Should be. Come on, Rishi, pull <laughs> your finger even, out. Get these I've toasters banned. I've never even seen one with a floral pattern on it. There's quite a few coming through on Twitter, isn't it? Four Amazing. slice for an 11-year-old. Four slice. So dangerous. That's like so catering many... level. Yeah, it is. There are restaurants <laughs> that don't have four slice toasters and kids are getting them. It's madness. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. John's been in touch. You know John. He says, a couple of Christmases ago, I won a packet of seeds in a raffle at the local community <laughs> centre. I mean, that's not oh, even the gift. Mate. That's like, grow your own gift. Oh, yeah. That is, I mean, that's got to be the last prize on the raffle. So, so that's saying, oh, you've won some flowers. You're like, oh, great. Yeah, you'll have to grow them yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll, oh, be, they'll right. arrive in a few months. Great. Providing the growing conditions are all right. Yeah. Seeds. I mean, he doesn't even say what seeds they were. I mean, what... I mean, yeah, Rubbish. That's not a prize. Is that someone getting rid of stuff? You know what? 
Mm. I see this around where I live a lot. People will put like a uh, like a crate or uh, a box in the street and they say, "Oh, help yourself to some old yes. magazines." You're like, yeah. "No, you can't be bothered to put them in the recycling or take exactly. them to the tip." It's just fly tipping, isn't it? That's what it is. They just fly tip. Yeah, it? to help yourself uh, or take it away. Just That's a really good idea, me, actually. Please. Next yeah. time you fly tipping, just put a sign on it saying, "Help yourself to a yeah. broken ironing board uh, yeah. and a yeah. sofa that's burnt out." Yeah. <laughs> Help yourself to a burnt out sofa. Yeah. I'm not fly tipping. I was helping the community officer. Yeah. It's just loved, pre-loved, looking for a new home. Help yourself, guys. <laughs> Ross says, "I once won a dartboard as a child at a Christmas party, but with no darts." Oh, what? How sad! <laughs> that is ridiculous. Giving giving away half the prize. Uh, also, Noel O'Brien on Twitter won an Embassy World Snooker Championship annual on Manchester Bic- Piccadilly Radio in the early 90s. Imagine that, giving out annuals on the radio. What a time. Do you know what? I used to love a good annual. Yeah, I haven't had an annual. What was the last annual you had? Um, you know what? This is so. I was just about to go, then I realised I got the Forest annual like last Christmas. Ah, of course. <laughs> Private yeah. Eye, Forest, England. Like, oh. my, maybe Private Eye and Viz. John and Jane in Shropshire. John says, my wife was sorting seeds this morning and proposed sending them to family members for Christmas. Tragic. Call <laughs> her out. Jane, do not, do not no. send people seeds for Christmas. And in the Glory Hunters game, you'll be delighted yeah. to know that Bedford have drawn nil-nil. We're stuck with them. With Needham Market. <laughs> so we're supporting Bedford again next week, by which time, hopefully, Dyson, you'll have done a bit of homework on. I'll have Bedford facts, facts galore, don't worry. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The seance of the living on Rock and Roll Football. Send us your questions and Matt Dyson will summon a spirit through the void to answer them. Yes, we will see who is there. It could be anyone now, of course. Anyone living who is out there, we don't know. There's a new Prime Minister, perhaps. There's a, someone's been working on a new impression of him, hopefully. <laughs> I hope so, because um, Denise on Twitter wants to know uh, Rishi Sunak's thoughts on the clocks going back and forward about daylight saving time. What does seen that thing about that can we get in touch with him everyone are you there um, yeah 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 i want to answer this question with integrity my government will only ever put clocks forward because we don't look to the past. And I say to Matt Dyson and to the party opposite, we will only put the clocks back when the evidence suggests we should. Now, of course, we did put the clocks back a few weeks ago and we accept that was a mistake, but we've now put them forward because it was the right thing and I want to do that with integrity. <laughs> Does it sound like Rishi Sunak? <laughs> it's good. I'm it's not good. sure. I, well, I think it's a step. Trust was uh, trust wasn't really working, was it? Trust was quite hard, wasn't it? <laughs> so I, it's I put the clocks back <laughs> because of Putin's appalling war in Ukraine. We had to put the clocks back because I wanted to go for growth. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and Roll Football. Podcast done. What a show, buddy. 
<laughs> what a pleasure to broadcast by your side once again, my friend. You know what? This is the show that picks up the ball in the end zone, throws a Hail Mary, <laughs> and scores a touchdown. The- <laughs> yeah, pallet packers all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my pallet packers jersey. I'm going to flip it when I'm on Capitol Hill with a Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying alliterative American. Love it, love it. I got yeah. my Dunkin' Donuts and my, my Captain Crunch when I'm with the Pallet Packers. <laughs> <laughs> it just... well, Captain Crunch is cereal, are they? I've never had them, but they're yeah. like... Um... They're like those frosted Lucky Charms ones. They're they? just the like sugar. You sugar, might as well just pour some in sugar in a bowl, <laughs> yeah, pour some yeah. milk on it, and that's wow. American cereal. American cereal, yeah. They love it. They should make a podcast about that cereal, right? Yeah. What do you British guys have? <laughs> just like wood shavings with soya milk or something? So, hey, I heard you got into a, bit, a bust up in Corfu. <laughs> what was with yeah. that, buddy? Where's yeah, Corfu? Was, Is that in Ireland? Was, I was drinking a pitcher in my favorite sports bar. Uh, but I'd like to distance myself from those rumors. Yeah. So I can picture you now there with a three-pint pitcher of Bud Light. Yeah. Sat there with your Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Uh, what else to eat? Uh, nachos. Yeah. I was doing nachos. <laughs> you got like a triple quarter pound of cheeseburger with loaded nacho yeah. fries. Yeah, some wings with yeah. some uh, some of that ranch dressing. Got some I waffle wings, stuff. Captain Crunch, and your ranch. palate packers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, we should go, really. Should we, we should. I think we're just yeah. amusing ourselves. <laughs> but uh, thank you to Lloyd Griffith and for Rishi, of course. You know, everyone yes. dropping in today. Big, big yeah. show. Huge show. Back next week. Don't touch that dial, Hank. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. Keep it R and R F on ARFM. <laughs>